They say a family that prays together stays together. But what if you can't even get your family together? We are the Sisters Collective. Three generations. Four sisters. Helping you navigate this crazy world. One family meeting at a time. This podcast is the intersection of education, sisterhood, and the ever-changing dynamics of family. We invite you to pull up a seat and join our family meeting. All right. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. (laughs) Welcome back. All righty. So let's say, so we are, what, 16, 17 days until a new decade. How many days is it? Like 14. 14 oh, 14? <laughs> yes. 14 days until a new decade. And we're excited about that. Um, I don't know how your year has gone. I don't know what all 2019 brought you. Um, I've seen a lot of, you know, movement on the Internet about um, 2019 can, you know, leave me alone. It's time for you to go and all that kind of stuff. Pack your bags. <laughs> um, that kind of stuff. And for Dude. some, it's been that kind of year. And um, we just kind of want to take a moment to do kind of an audit, an assessment of the things that have gone down in 2019 mm-hmm. in preparation of what we want to see in 2020. So we're going to do a bit of a, a bit of an audit or a bit of a session talking about the lessons that we learned from 2019. Cool? Absolutely. Yes. All right. So who wants to start? Just throw something out there. What, what, do you, what did you learn? Name your lesson and then tell us. Kind of where that came from. Um, I guess I can start. Yeah. The biggest one of the biggest lessons for me was um, taking my health into my own hands. Okay. Um, because I mean, obviously, I was pregnant this year, and I kind of started off with one provider, my healthcare provider, my OB, and I thought that okay, you know what, that's great. If I have to go that route, um, then that's fine. But going towards the end of my pregnancy, very late in my pregnancy, I switched to a a midwife and to a birthing center. Mm. And that was very, it was a a really hard transition because of the fact that it was so late in my pregnancy and I had to make like last minute decisions for my birth. How far along were you? I was like 33 weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. 32 weeks when my last appointment with my OB was 32 weeks. And I was just like... And you're full-term at what, 36? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah you're full-term at like 36. And so I made that decision because I realized some of the things that my OB was talking about did not line up with what I wanted. Right. And and you have to know yourself. We've talked about this before, but really knowing your own health because the provider, whether that's your the OB, whether that's your... Uh, your your dentist anybody like anybody any any doctor that is supposed to be providing a a service to you you need to make sure that you know yourself before you depend on what they're telling you right Mm -hmm. um and i just feel like if i had stuck with my ob i would have had a completely different outcome of of my birth and the way my birth happened i was absolutely overjoyed with the experience and that it was exactly what i wanted Minus me being in the water. I, I was only in there for a few minutes because baby girl was like, um, I'm not having I'm it. not having this. I like this warm water. But other than that, I, I was not hooked up to machines. I um, did not have any medicine. I was able to just have her total time from start of my contractions that morning to the end was about eight hours. I was in and out and then I was back home right. a few hours after that. So that was fantastic. And I really feel like we, especially as 
but like as black people we really don't um a lot of times i feel like we downplay our 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 illnesses we downplay um the way we feel like whether that's a cold it could be a a, a little cough and we like oh i'm good it could be pneumonia. You're right. <laughs> Hold on to the But you, you just walk around here like, oh, I'm good. Like I, I got my scarf on. I got my my, my cough drops, and I'm gonna Put just thug it out. And it's like no, no. You don't need to do that. We all wear the time. that as a badge of honor sometimes. How much we can withstand yeah. is not honorable. It's not, it's, it's not. not honorable. It doesn't serve us. Doesn't serve anybody well for you not to be well. Absolutely. So I really feel like we we need to go into this next decade. And that's all kind of wellness. All kind. Mm-hmm. Even even Don't make me go there. All Listen, kinds of especially we can that, go there. all kinds of wellness. We can go there real quick. Even your mental. We go to a doctor for everything else, but we will. But somehow doctors aren't created to, to talk to your mind to help you with hello, that. Hello, hello. I I am a firm believer. I went there the beginning of my pregnancy because I wanted to talk about um like how do I handle how do I master and deal with the fact that I might I don't even know if I'm gonna have it. Because I was only three months pregnant and I went back to my therapist and I was like, I don't want to get to postpartum and deal with postpartum depression and not know what it is and how to deal with it. Mm, right. So I talked to her three months in. And then after I had her, baby girl was like four months. I'm like, okay, time to go back, time to go back. ma'am. I'm here. Let's, let's have these conversations. So you need, to, you need to see everybody for your own health and your own wellness. So, so your health is your what was your lesson that your health take your health. take your take, take your, your health into your own hands. I yeah, want to piggyback off of yours, your all of yeah, it, physical, all mental, it. financial health, all of that is mm-hmm. your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, piggybacking off of yours because it kind of ties a little bit into one of mine. Um, that uh, while you were saying that um, taking your health into your own hands. Um, I had been on a weight loss journey for a mm-hmm. while and had lost about 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then during the holidays last year, gained about 15 of so them back maybe the first quarter, first two quarters of the year. And part of my, one of my lessons stems from what you just said. Yeah. And what I called mine was that starting, oh, you can start over as many times as you need to. Absolutely. Um, that you don't owe anybody this, um, like, even though I'm, I was very public about my weight loss journey and, Everyone was, was was proud of it and, 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 and celebrating along with me. Um, I didn't have a problem with starting right on over again when I didn't wasn't as successful and I didn't keep it keep it up quite as as well as I wanted to towards the end of that year. You know that beginning of the year, end of the year. Um, but I started right on over like it was nothing. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, because my health is my responsibility, that is what I have to do. My responsibility Absolutely. isn't to anyone else; it's to me. So. Start over as often as you have to. That's one lesson that this this year taught me. That there are a lot of things that I had not finished. That I had started. I had started and finished an audio book the year before. Mm, Came to the beginning of the year. Looked at it. And did not. I had fallen out of love with it because I was in a different place emotionally and spiritually. And so what I had written the year before no longer spoke my language. Mm. I took the whole project and started it over finished it now i've finished it and i'm pleased with it i haven't released it but i have finished it right so some things need to be you need to start over starting over just gives you a chance to do it better the second time Absolutely. and I, I would um say just start finishing what you start yeah mm-hmm. because i have been saying i was going back to school for my doctorate for the past three years i've started the application gone to take the gre 
And still, I never finished the entire process of getting accepted. So in this year, I just said I have to finish what I start. Because I know I have a goal of when I want to be finished with my doctorate. And I have to reach that goal, so I need to finish it. That's interesting that she said, you said, take your health into your own hands. I said, start over as many times as you, as you need to. She said, finish what you start, but finish what you start was also on mine. Mm-hmm. And for one of the same reasons. 20 years ago, I finished undergraduate school. Mm. And I had been trying to get back in grad school the entire time. Just just timing was not right. right. Timing was never going to be right because my life doesn't slow down. It, it literally has been accelerating yes. the older I get. <laughs> so I started grad school this year. And I'm happy about that. And I'm in a program that I absolutely love. Um, so I'm glad that you said that. So start over as many times as you need to, but finish what you start. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I can also piggyback on like finishing what you start because I definitely uh, started my real estate photography class, um, a course online. And I have... Beginning and by the, start the class, she doesn't mean she's taking the class. No, 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 no. She's hosting the class. She's created. She the created class. the class. <laughs> Design. She's the teacher. She's the designer. <laughs> the she's the instructor. <laughs> she's the mastermind. Yeah. That was so silly. Um, but yes, I did that, and I started the started doing it earlier in the year. Mandy and I like that was the goal from last year. I started it, and then I got to the point where I finally got it recorded. And because I wanted it to be a video kind of class, mm-hmm. finally got it recorded before I was even before I even had baby girl. And then after I had her, I just kind of I put it up there. It's online. But you haven't promoted but it. But I haven't promoted it. So what do you think is holding you back? I think that's that can be a whole nother lesson mm-hmm. um, is not being not being afraid of the success. Ooh. <laughs> Did that um, just hit a nerve? <laughs> because I think I think that's part of it. Um, not being afraid of what could come, like the the positivity. I know, it, like I know, it could be very positive. Fear of success is a thing. Fear, I talked about of that success before. Is such a thing, and I I often feel like that is it's one of the most stifling things as well, um, because it will it will prevent you from moving forward in the process, like. I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to, because Mandy was doing hers, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm right behind you, I'm right behind you, I got it online. But then I was just like, okay, I have all this other stuff that I have to do, so I'm just going to, that's in the back of my brain, I'm not going to like worry about Fear it right now. Fear being mass as, as, as distraction. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're not distracted, you're not I'm too not, busy. You're, I'm not too busy. Afraid. Like, it's literally, it's me being either on my phone or on my computer and like promoting it. It's not like I have to, you know, go out in the public to do that. It's literally me being online. And so I was using that as like I was distracting myself from doing it. And so yeah. And I would remind you and you would say, Yeah, I need to do that. I'm right. Do that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give you my lesson. My lesson that dealt with that was use fear as fuel. Mm. Um, and to do it even when you're scared. I, I wrote a book this year. Yay. I wrote Yay. You know, part of a compilation project called, um, but wait, there's more. And I wrote a book, I wrote a chapter in that book, um, called a weightier matter. And the reason I was so hesitant to write it is because I was afraid to write about, um, the subject matter of my weight loss journey because I was still in the middle of the journey. I hadn't finished it. Right. And I was afraid to write about something I hadn't quite accomplished because I was afraid. What if I don't accomplish it? What if I don't do it? 
and I've talked about it. I put it out there. What if I don't ever get there? Mm. Um, but I wrote the book even while I was afraid. So you need to do it even while you are afraid. And in fact, I'm gonna connect you with um, Lalita Pettigrew, who is my business strategist to get her to help you get that pushed because that is where some of your money is lying. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna connect you with her, and I'll leave information to that business strategist in the show notes Absolutely. so that those of you that are out there in uh listening land can also hit her up she is the bomb.com when it comes to getting projects launched and showing you how to monetize what is in your mind mm. 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 Monetize that thing mind. i mean it is amazing what the work she does so um i'm gonna connect you with her personally Absolutely. you too you as well amanda but um, also I'm going to sit th- put that out there for our listeners so that was one of my that was like my third one using fear as fuel and to do it even when you're scared mm. what you got Mandy um I was sitting here listening to all what you guys are saying um and I guess this year has just been such a spiritual journey for me mm-hmm. um I I'm like, oh, so what? What is something that I really, really, really need to work on? Um, so this year, I would say trusting God. Like I just, I like to take things into my own hands because I am, you know, like you guys, like a go getter. Like, you know, I didn't let fear stop me. I felt like God gave me something, and I'm gonna go full steam ahead. Like I, all in, let's do it. But I didn't necessarily trust God's timing. You know what I'm saying? Or I didn't necessarily listen to God's timing because mm. I wasn't necessarily connected to God. Like I wasn't necessarily allowing him to guide me, guide my life. Like I just um, kind of took things in my own hands. Okay, so you planted the seed in me. All right, I know I need to do this online course. I need to do this. So I just went ahead with it. And so this year I just learned to slow down, to listen, um, to God's intention for me like what is it that you have for me what is it that you want me to do and I know a lot of people talk about their purpose and things like that um I want one of my purposes tied to um to come from God so mm. this year I just um when I slowed down um, I started to notice like some of my like students they couldn't afford afford some of my classes my sessions or and I was like God what is happening like literally like what is happening I was like you just gave it to me. He's like, no, you, I gave it to you, but you were striving for the success. You were doing all of that, but that's not what I told you to do. Right. You were simple. I, I truly believe he was telling me, he gave me the idea, but I was supposed to seek him and I didn't. Um, I went ahead and tried, I come online, I'm doing all the promotions, I'm doing all of that. And I was just like, did, I felt like he took the business away. Like, I mean, the business was still there. There are still other students. Um, but when I fully trusted him, um, I just the connections just started to come and to flow so much easier um so I went from and I think it's Pastor Todd I was listening to um Stride from Pastor Todd I know Michael Todd I think is his name Mike Todd yeah so I was looking at Stride I was like oh god I totally think this is me like I totally (laughs) like I know I heard you I know what you told me I was gonna be I know you told me you know where um that my business was going to flourish, it was going to thrive, it was going to um, be for your kingdom and for um, your children. And I tried to do it myself. And now being on the other side of not listening uh, or not being obedient and seeing how the pieces are coming together in him just makes it. 
So that was my biggest lesson. But I had to learn to trust God in all things, like in my finances, in my, because I like to do it my own way, um, <laughs> in my relationships, in my relationships with, you know, family. And so literally, like, hearing from, so another one of my things that I learned I take it for granted that family is going to be there. Not with you guys, but like my extended family. Mm. So Jamela would say always like, oh, call your auntie and do this. And I was like, I'm going to call them. And I don't, and I never do. And I do feel bad, kind of. Um, but what what I know is important is that they love me and I love them. Mm -hmm. But it's important for me not to take that relationship for granted. Mm -hmm. I need to spend time with the people that I care about mm -hmm. I need to I don't I want them to know me and I want to know them mm -hmm. we've all grown we've all um matured so I I guess I would say another lesson that I've learned is like not to take those relationships for granted to mm -hmm. spend time with the people that you love um because we truly know that time is very precious but my aunts are getting older right um my dad is getting older um but I just want to make sure that I because I don't have too much time. They do really live down the street. I yes. could really do mm -hmm. better, you know. So I'm going to try to do better with my life. And um, just just being more, you know, attentive to those people. And simply calling. They're not asking to come by all the time. They just would like for me to be able to connect with them. And I want to. So I'm, I'm going to do go, better. I'm going to go back to the first one that you said about um, trusting. trusting God. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, I was just having a conversation with one of my best friends yesterday, and one thing that we talked about, and one thing that came up in conversation was how you can be filled with the goodness of God or with the Spirit of God and not following Him. Uh-huh. You, wow. you can be filled with Him, uh -huh. but not following Him. Yep. And some people get being filled with Him, confused with following Him. He can be in you and you still not be listening to Him. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's that. that or you was not like, know him, like to have a true relationship with him. Because you have to yield yourself mm -hmm. to his leading in order for you to really be mm -hmm. led by him. Mm -hmm. And we are so accustomed sometimes to doing it our own way that we're not yielded. Yeah. Yeah. We're not yielded, and um, so that this this year taught me how to yield. Um, that I, while I've had to live the the better part of most of my adulthood doing it on my own, I don't have to do that. That, that life is, is a lot easier when I simply yield to his leading. Amen. And then my steps, it's easier for my me to make steps so because I do it more confidently mm -hmm. because I know who told me to do it. Mm -hmm. And I don't go wrong when I do it his way, mm -hmm. in his timing. Mm -hmm. um, when you have to strive for it, that's when you're doing it in your own strength, then you got to pay the bill when you get there. Mm -hmm. But oh. if you sent me, then the bill is on you. So um, I, I too learned had to learn how to trust God in another in another dimension. And when I started trusting Him at another level, I started seeing that my anxiety diminished because I wasn't mm -hmm. doing it on my own and in my own strength. So um, that that trust factor was was that's that's important. That was important but to me know, too. As you all were talking about um, trusting God, I also think it's important the people who you have around you, if mm. you're dealing with something or going through something and that they remind you, you need to listen to God. You need to go talk to God mm. about, that, about that. that. You need to pray about it because sometimes we get in our own emotional state and we're about to make a decision mm -hmm. that they clearly know you didn't talk to God about that. Right. You, you, so they, that they'll be redirect you, redirect you mm -hmm. instead of allowing you to walk down a path that they know you did not talk to God about that one. Nice and answer. before I allow you to make that decision, I'm going to remind you, 
You said you were going to talk to God. You say that's what you do, so I need you to go back and talk to God but you about know what, this one. Well, that reminds me of that means people in your circle need to be speaking the same language you speak. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a part of being equally yoked. We think it's just, you know, marriage relationships, but friendship relationships can be unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's not... It's, yeah. it's, you, if y'all aren't thinking about the same things and you're not, you're not being led by the same spirit, you, there's no way for us to walk. How can two walk together except they agree, right? So that just reminds me that the people in your company have to be speaking the same language. And when she say agree, you don't want a bunch of people to just no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. men. Yeah. Oh, you want no, no, people no, no, who no. are going to, because God disciplines those that he loves. Like he want, you want people who are going to correct you, who are going to mm-hmm. say, you know what? Homegirl, did you think about that? Like, you mm-hmm. sure? You know, you but want. I don't know yeah. about that. You, you might be in your feelings. You right. might have. Right. That so, might be an emotional decision. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. So you said yours was what, Jasmine? Recap. Your, what's your, what was your lesson? My lesson was take your health into your own hands. Then I went to start over as many times as you need to. Mm-hmm. And I said, finish what you start. So did I. Then I said, use fear as fuel. Mm-hmm. That was part of mine, too. And I said, be faithful. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God and connect with your family. Because that yes. was something I was mm-hmm. so struggling with. So, I yeah. want us to finish up, though, with kind of making a maybe a declaration. Um, something that bridges our 20... What year is this? 2019. That takes us over into the next decade, something that we want to see manifest in our next decade. Mm. What do you, and it doesn't have to be as specific because you might not know all the specifics, but something that seems almost outlandish or braggadocious, just something that you know you want to produce or some idea, some concept about you that you need the world to know because this is where you see yourself going, where you see yourself being propelled to in the Mm. next decade. Let's throw it out there. Mm. Reckless abandonment. No fear. <laughs> yeah, no fear. Yes. Um, I think for me, um, being a like luxury real estate photography instructor, being um, holding conventions, holding courses. So I will. I will be a luxury real estate photography instructor, and I will hold conventions, hold... Um, online courses I will um, bring have multiple courses where I I have I hire other photography professionals to hold and teach courses within underneath my umbrella of courses and conventions it shall be and I will be an educational strategist Um, what I see uh, myself doing is I'm like the Olivia Pope of education. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Speak, speak, speak. And she always is that, you know what I'm saying? She literally is. In a situation and just by doing an inventory of what's going on, the people, I have a plan of what needs to happen to take the school to the next level. I don't care what condition the school Mm -hmm. may be in. Um, that there's something that can be done because our kids want to learn. Our kids want to do better. Um, So I'm a firm believer in our kids will be successful 
if we put systems in place for them to be successful. Your tagline, dear Olivia Pope. That's your tagline. For me, leading students with Christ's purpose, um, having my consulting firm in as many, you know, private schools as possible um, to assure that students are successful. Um, in addition, um, selling my app, that yes. my app will be acquired. Yeah, that's it. Yes. All right, so um, I had kind of a quote that I'm kind of leading off with, but or what I want to throw out there, um, that the world deserves to sit at tables that my mind builds. Mm-hmm. I had to drop the microphone. The world deserves to sit at tables that my mind builds. Um, I'm fully aware that I have richness. I have a lot of wealth sitting between my ears. Um, and this will be the year that this stuff that I've been housing for 20 years gets birth. I am no longer going to be an incubator for ideas. Mm. I will be an incubator for ideas, but as much as I incubate them, I will also I'll birth produce. them. Yeah. And um, so I will write books that change the landscape of literature, mm. of film, of art, of culture. Mm. Um, I will be a sought after educational consultant and reformer that changes the way we teach our children. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be a household name. I will have TED Talks. Yes. I will have businesses. Um, and I will teach young people how to, how to uh, have multiple streams of income. Um, I will be the bridge um, between uh, theology and um, culture. Mm. And I don't know. All that. All, All of that. that. All that. And we... The Sisters Collective. We. 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 Will be a household name. We yes. will. Say it. We will. Yes. We will hold TED Talks. We. We. We will be in conventions. We will be sought after to we teach courses. We will be courses. sought after. Okay? Because y'all hear this brilliant. Y'all hear this. Y'all hear All this brilliant. education. Because at the foundation, every last one of us said education. All of us. We did. Yes. Every All last one of us Even when we tried to education. run from it. <laughs> Even when I... <laughs> It's still in, it's still in me. <laughs> I'm excited so, yeah. about what's next. Oh, uh, let's go into this next decade, creating brilliance. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Bring we have on. Olivia Pope at the table. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Baby. Hey. Yes, yes. Yes. Yes, Olivia. So, what are you gonna birth in 2020? What has been building in you? What are you ready to uh, just let go? Don't let fear stop you. Take health into your hands. And you know what? You don't start your 2020 in 2020. Right. You don't. Right the now, same today. way businesses literally coast the, their year, the, the majority of their year is built in the last quarter of the mm-hmm. year before. Mm-hmm. So this is the time for you to be preparing for your 2020 mm-hmm. right now. Right if now. there's something you want to see in 2020 and you haven't started now, you might not see it in 2020. Yeah. Right. Write the vision and make it plain so that people that see it can run with it. I'm going to leave with what my pastor said last week. Somebody's run is being held up because you refuse to write. Yes. <laughs> oh. yes. Drop mic. That's End it. scene. That's We'll see y'all next week. See you next week. All right, y'all. See you next week. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Sisters Collective. Tune in next week for another family meeting. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us at the Sisters Collective on all social media platforms.